Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to For Friends and Family Podcast. Today is June 11th. It's a Thursday and it's 1019 here in Mammoth Lakes, California. I've been up here uh, for a couple of weeks actually, and then I went down and then I came back up for a couple of weeks and Jen uh, is also up here, my wife. Um, there are 7,426,178 confirmed cases of the coronavirus. Not that you care anymore because clearly People don't care because all of the um, protests and things, people are very uh, not social distancing. And that's been a big issue in the media. I don't really want to get into, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, Overall, there's been 400,000, so 417,000 deaths globally. But I always like to end on the positive side. There's been 3.4 million people, almost 3.5 million people have recovered from the coronavirus on the line. I have because I haven't done a podcast in maybe about a week and a half or so for friends and family. And uh, the first person I wanted to talk to was Christine uh, from the American Marketing Group. And she's in a division called Travel Savers. She is a travel expert. And she came on our podcast uh, about a month or so ago, I would say. So welcome back, Christine. Thanks, Gavin. All right. Let's talk travel because I am, you know, I'm starting to hear from my friends uh, and family because that's the name of this podcast that they are uh, starting to think about traveling, but everyone seems to be really confused. um, And it seems like most people are just not going to travel till 2021. What are you hearing out there? What are you seeing? Are these people, this is, kind of, I don't have, I have a question. Yeah. Are these people from Canada or the United States? Like but, who is itching to travel right now? Um, a, a bunch of people here in Los Angeles uh, that are friends that are happen to be Canadian want to go back to Canada. Uh, they're actually mm-hmm. renting private jets to fly back on the 20, 21st, 22nd. And now Canada may not be open. Uh, there are people in Scotland that I know that want to travel to Spain, but they've sort of put mm-hmm. everything off to 2021. Um, but people, seem to be you know it depending on the person if the person is not that uh fussed about the coronavirus uh they want to travel and they want to do that soon uh and then other people who aren't uh who are still worried about it uh just want to sort of stay put so there but people have been talking about it that's why i wanted to talk to you because i'm starting to hear from people they're like well where can we go well it's interesting um i found I was looking at some some stats, and I know you're a stats guy. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at um, all of our agencies' websites and leads. Um, we are having the U.S. The U.S. is keen on traveling. They want to go. They want to travel. They're itching to. They're itching to to go explore. Um, the Canadians are not. In fact, um, a lot of Canadians are willing just to stay stay hunkered down. And I, I do have a bit of a theory. I mean, I don't know in Canada, whenever prime minister comes out of his cottage and makes his state of the union um, and says, hey, we're paying you money, stay home. Um, we do. There's not even people taking advantage of future travel credits. So even though you might have already purchased a vacation, it's been canceled. Mm-hmm. Refunds are not happening in Canada. What they're giving you is what is the future travel credit. And they're doing that in the States as well. But the States are using those future travel credits. Um, how, how are the, how are people like where in the U S where do Americans want to travel to? Well, Mexico and the Caribbean is an easy one, but okay. what we're tending to see is, um, a lot of local, uh, travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so the keys opened up, I think June 1st, right? 
I think the beginning of this month, um, and that caused, and it's, it gives you like a ray of hope. You're like, okay, things are opening up. You may not want to go to New York, but you might want to fly to somewhere kind of sunny and um, fun like the Florida Keys. Um, well, what's in- I think what's interesting from our standpoint, like from when I'm looking at the data right now, um, is that there's about 100,000 people in Canada who have the virus currently, and there's about 2 million in America. Uh, now, we're 10 times your size, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I'm, I'm just – I'm I, are, are the hospitals I, I overwhelmed think, in Canada? I don't, the, I don't – you know, I don't think the Canadian U.S. board is going to open up anytime soon. So your friends who've rented their private jets might have. Well, to we heard we heard it was opening on the twenty first, um, and now it's been pushed pushed back into July apparently. But th- this is the issue: is that it, it, no one seems to know, um, wh- like no one seems to know what's going on, and there seems to be a bunch of prejudice about not allowing Americans in. Yeah, um, they don't uh, want Americans. They they. they no, but that's so Canadian. That's, yeah, they <laughs> don't want they don't want to open the where, where the big problems are happening is really, uh, you know, Ontario and Quebec. Yeah. And Quebec more. Um, a lot of what's happening in terms of, you know, the death rates is in our long term care, I think 80 percent. No. But it's very, very sensitive right now to open up the border to the U.S. because Toronto and New York, ugh, it's very close. Right. So they don't want to have any problems where I'm from. Um, I live in northern Ontario, so we haven't had an active case since May 14th. So yeah. as you know, coming up Friday, everything's going to open up. We're going to be, we're going to be able to go to our hairdressers. We're going to be able to go back to the malls. Um, but you, but, you, but, but in Northern terms, Ontario in Canada, and I should say because we have an Ontario here in California. But in Northern right. Ontario in Canada, I mean, it's a it's a travel destination. Summer's coming. A lot of people like to go camping. What I'm seeing up here in Mammoth Lakes is that you know mm-hmm. uh, we're not sort of open open, uh, but things are starting to open, and we're seeing a lot of people coming up. Like it's much busier up here than it was two weeks ago, um, and it's a lot of people coming up camping. Um, and but but many of the campsites aren't, aren't open and. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, shirking the five thousand and ten thousand dollar fines. Like if you, if you, some of the camping spots, if you turn up there, there's like five thousand dollar fines. If you're, if you, but people just, I think that I think it also is a bit of a cultural mentality because Americans are just like you can't, you can't, you can't contain me forever. Sorry, no. that's just not going to happen. But but it's, what's your data that's, showing? That's exactly it. The Americans. Whereas Canadians are like, no, we'll wait here till forever until yep. the government tells us what yeah, to Canadians do. Canadians are like, I'll hunker down. I got my poutine. I got my beer. I'm good. Yeah. You know, like they already have. <laughs> they already can open up in their backyard and there's a barbecue and a moose. Like they're, they're good. They're happy. They're thriving. Yeah. Um, the U S is like, no, I got to get back to work. You can't contain me. You can't tell me what to do. I have blah, blah. So they are willing to move more. Um, and you know, and there was a, a discussion going on, um, about like some confusion, like, you know, what can you do? Like, do you have to self quarantine if you, go from state to state. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're in Arizona and you want to go to Florida, you know, or, and you return or you, or you return from a place that's what's considered a hot spot. Um, because it's run by states, some states are saying you have to quarantine yourself for two weeks. Yeah. So not only are you taking your week's vacation, but you got to tack on another two weeks, you know, of quarantine. (laughs) So, 
and no one's no one's going to do that. Everybody's, everybody's well, Hawaii's Hawaii's trying to do it, and people are like getting fined because they 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 they've got this trip booked to Hawaii. They're going there, and then yeah. they have to quarantine in their hotel for two weeks. And they're like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that. No thanks." And it, it's it, it's very bizarre. What are you hearing about Europe? Like, what what are you hearing? Are are are, are most people pushing off their travel? Um, like Sarah, sort of between the big continents uh, until 2021. Like, wh- wh- how are you guys looking forward in the travel industry? What are some of the best practices? What are some of the discussions you're having? You must be, you guys must be just constantly having discussions saying, when's this going to come back? What's going to happen? Yeah. So it depends on who you're speaking to in terms of the suppliers. Mm-hmm. Um, Europe, for the most part, in terms of destination, is kind of written off for 2020 really um that's yeah it's that's it's we're not marketing uh suppliers are not putting any money into it um though some interesting things have come up in parts of europe for example sicily um and parts of italy because they've just opened they've opened mm-hmm. um in to in japan so those two countries come to mind and i kind of smirked and smiled when i saw this it, they're willing to fund your travel so if you're able to get wait to what your... someone's going to pay me to go to Italy? Exactly. So it's I believe it's Sicily. I have to look it up again, but definitely Japan's doing this. So if and they want to continue the tourism, they wanted to continue having like they don't want to miss a revenue opportunity. And tourism is a real big piece. Okay, of well, it. I re, I, Jen, my wife really wants to go to Japan. So tell me, what is Japan going to give me to go <laughs> I will to Japan? Send you, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link for this one. But uh, so, how Japan's trying to work it is you come, you purchase a tour or a trip or whatever you do, you get to Japan, you enjoy yourself in Japan, you collect your receipts and you submit it into the government, and the government will refund you. Shut up! So, so you pay first for, for your and hotel, then you get refunded. For your, for so your hotel and your plane want, and everything? Yeah. So I never wanted to go to Japan. Never had the <laughs> desire to, to even consider Japan. I thought Japan, China, not my bucket list. But if there is a little incentive where you're going to a pay for my travel. A little incentive? I might consider that. I might but Italy, I mean, like everybody in North America wants to go to Italy. So what's, is Italy doing the same thing? So there's, Sicily is doing it. Oh. So they're doing it. Um, oh, of course, where the mob lives. Got it, Roger. <laughs> However, I don't think it's going to cover your ticket. So what's been interesting is uh, the ticket sales to go to Europe is outrageous. Outrageous. Well, they're like um, too high or really cheap? Super high. Like a seat is 2600 2800 3 grand. So just to get to Europe, great. If you can get to Europe, you got some great deals. It's it's getting there that's really it's it's the it's the downer. Um and it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, if anybody's confused of where to go, there's new travel policies. Um Yeah, where should my they only look to figure that out? Yeah. You should find a really good travel consultant you know, and talk to them because we always keep them up to speed on 
um, health policies, travel policies, what's happening with the cruise lines. It's constantly changing. Uh-huh. So they would be the ones in the uh, trenches to understand and to recognize what suppliers are good to book into, which ones are not. Because right. although online everything looks cool, yeah. everything looks fantastic, you don't know about how they treat, you know, concerns and, you know, uh, complaints. There are some that are really good. And some that we know on a short list, they got, they've gotten, we call them, they've grown dark, meaning they're not responding really quickly. It seems that there's a money issue. So you may not want to put your money there. Although when you Google them and you look at their stuff online, it looks fantastic, but you don't know what's happening yeah, because I, I mean, I'm looking at the Japanese thing just because I'm so excited. Uh, I can't find anything of what you're so you have to send me a link and I'll put it up uh, in the description as well, too. But they're saying that Tokyo, Japan uh, plans to let in, this is seven hours ago, 250 or uh, foreigners daily under ease travel curbs. But those foreigners are uh, the 250 foreigners per day from Australia, New Zealand, Thailand and Vietnam. Um, but there isn't any mention about um, uh, current, you know, Japan currently has an entry ban in place for 111 countries and regions with foreign travelers who've been to any of these areas within the last two weeks being turned away. So, I'm, I, you know, I think that this is the crux of what's going on right now. So where do you get your information? Because I think that the big issue right now is that people are just like they're completely, you know, uh, confused. And I think most people are just going to take the summer off, but I have heard people starting to think about, well, what should I be doing, you know, in January? Should it, can I go for a ski vacation? So what, what website do you go to that has all of the lists? And if there isn't one out there, we should probably no, create one. It's, it's, it, it's ever changing. I mean, we keep, we keep an ongoing, mm-hmm. um, list of suppliers, uh, bullets, um, in our internal website for our agents. So they, they know uh, what's happening at a moment's notice. Um, we have, um, and we have a list of supply. We don't, obviously we work with a, a preferred list. Mm-hmm. These are our partners of suppliers. These are cruise lines, tour operators, airlines. What, what are they saying? Like, are they, like their businesses have been obviously decimated. Um, so how are they all coping and what are they saying to you about, are they just all it's hunkering down? It's interesting. I mean, there's um, a couple of, I was one supplier that had said um, he doesn't see travel in the economy coming back um, pre-COVID until 2023. Um, Well, I remember last time we talked, when we talked, it was like 18 months, right? They were saying that generally the travel industry takes 18 to 24 months to come back is some of the information that you gave me. So I can see 2023, but, 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 like you, there must be things that people are wanting to do. You're starting to see some data. Like I'm sure that people want to people travel want, locally. People are wanting to get together. Where we're going to see a biggest trend kind of burst is groups. People wanted to take a vacation and go visit their friends and family. Um, they may want to do it locally. They may want to go to a park or maybe hit the ski hill that's, you know, within driving distance. Um, that's what we're, we, we tend to anticipate the biggest like where we're focusing our marketing is on that because people are tired of being self-isolated they (laughs) there's there's marriages cracking there's there's you know like uh mental health uh we need uh we need human connection 
And um, what better place to do that and then to have an experience um, in some, you know, other location, destination. So locally, yes. Mexico is easy um, only because... Are they letting um, people in or... They're 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 going to be letting they're going to be letting people in, the Caribbean some islands are letting um, people in. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Iceland is letting people in. Um, Iceland and Saint Lucia, for example, have said, "Hey, we'll let you in, but you have to prove you had a COVID test, you know. And if you don't have proof of a COVID test, we'll take the test when you land." Well, I think um, that I think that the 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 WHO saying this week that asymptomatic doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be spreading it. That 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 possibly could be false. I don't know if that's disinformation by the WHO because they're controlled by the Chinese now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know there is now you know everything that the WHO says I I take with a grain of salt. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie because when you really look and drill down into it, you can see. But they have recently said you know listen hey there's this opportunity uh, that that we hadn't or there there's this data that shows that people who are asymptomatic aren't necessarily spreaders that you actually have to have the flu-like symptoms to be spreading it and the other thing i'll just put in from a data standpoint um I'm on a website that says the direct contribution of the travel and tourism industry accounted for 3.3% of total global GDP in 2019, which is huge, showing a small rise over the previous year. Comparatively, the total contribution of the travel and tourism industry in 2019 accounted for 10.4% of total GDP worldwide. I mean, this, I mean, 10% of total GDP worldwide your industry is 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 a pretty big part of what's going on in the world so you know how you guys are coming back is going to be really important yeah yeah uh, it i the the confusion as more information comes to countries and people who make decisions there'll be some pivot and changes to it and we're just trying to keep on top of it um we we know that travel is not going to go away. It's just, you know, we need to be prepared. So when it does come that we're ready to go, um, you'll be surprised on how, who stays around. Like there's pre COVID and post COVID Yeah. post COVID companies that you thought were rock solid may not be. Well, I, like I, I'm, I'm a, yeah, some of the ones that are being shut down, like some companies that I, I, I've heard, um, I heard a big travel a hotel business has gone under. Um, I mean, I, I, it's very interesting to see how this is going to shake out. And, you know, I sort of look at you guys to be a bit of a barometer. So to hear that, you know, people are going to travel, but they're not, you know, that Europe is essentially a write-off. People aren't even looking at that, mm-hmm. that, that there's some interesting items around you know Japan and Sicily sort of paying you or compensating you you know in, in some sort of way um, and in the last couple of minutes we've got here is that you know what are sort of your predictions are, are are there any sort of trends that or information that people should know about are there are there really good travel deals that people should be picking up should they be booking flights right now um, that are really really inexpensive but but a year in the future because you know when it comes back it's it's going to come back and there, there'll be an advantage should we buy low uh, and to places that we want to go to is there any any other insights that you would have from a travel perspective for sort of the listeners i 
if it's domestic and it's local and it's low buy. Um, if if you're buying a, a, a and I hate to say this, but as a consumer, I don't know if I would purchase anything until I know it's open. Okay. I, only because I see a lot of advertising where suppliers are giving some great deals and then they cancel last minute and they hold your money and they give you these future travel credits. So I, 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 I'm leery, and this could be the Canadian me, but I'm leery of purchasing something without me knowing for sure that the U.S. and, and Canada, you know, border is open. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd buy a ticket to go to Montreal or Vancouver for 49 bucks if it exists. I'm just using that as an example. But I yeah. think that's a great deal because I can travel within. But if I'm going to be traveling abroad, I want to make sure that my investment is good. Okay. And I don't think I want to have a future travel credit. Sorry. Um, I, because, yeah, because even that's, the- that's even tricky because, you know, you might, let's say, I don't know if I mentioned to you, I don't think I talked about this when we first spoke about this on your podcast, but I do know of a case where someone had said, all right, you know what? Um, my cruise got canceled, so I'll take my future travel, uh, travel a future travel cruise credit yeah and they go great now instead of my cruise being booked in march or april i'm going to book it in november december uh-huh. and they come back and say oh okay well that five thousand dollars you owe us another 1600 what oh. well, it's, a diff- it's a different season well because you're now in high season so we'll take your credit of five and with another 1600 we can be happy to rebook it for you and now you're like, what? I got to put sixteen hundred dollars into the into the game to keep my five. Like, I but would, but but I, I would I would sort of agree with that because if you're going in if you're going from low season to high season and you're trying to you know I, I'm sure the consumers are trying to get pull one over in the travel industry a little bit and they're sort of like I would do the same thing. I'm like I got this travel credit, but it, they have said travel credit. I, it's but I agree. Correct. Yeah, you know, I, and and I'm okay with that as well. It's just that if I'm going to go and buy something, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to get, you know, true, like a, a good value for it. And so I don't know. I, I don't know if I would want to risk all of that. So I, I wouldn't buy something unless it's opened. All right. Well, let's, you know, let's wrap it up there, but let's just recap. Japan may be paying you to go there. You're going to send me a link. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but even the I'll idea you, of it, I'm honestly, send you my information. Yes. <laughs> even the idea of it, Chris, because that's a great idea. Right. And, and if to get yeah. travel get right now, it doesn't look like that's happening, but I, I, I am with you a hundred percent and Italy and Sicily <laughs> may be doing the same thing. The other side of it too, is that you're sort of saying is that, you know, focus on local travel, uh, take some local travel first, which which seems reasonable um, if you can get a, a good price and then um, start looking to the, the long-term travel once everything starts to open up, which it doesn't seem like it's been doing right now. And it, it seems a bit, governments seem a bit flexible about what they're doing at one point. They're like, yeah, I can't like, for example, between America and Canada, you know, oh yeah, border is going to be open up, up, up on the 21st. And now that has been pushed. And so anyone that booked flights and things like that, they may not happen. Um, so I, yeah, I, this has been great information, great insight. And I'm going to follow up with you, obviously. Um, the, the final podcast I want to have with you when you're saying, you know, is, is going to be, 
maybe in two years when you're saying, yeah, it's all back to normal now. It's taken us two years, but we've gotten to that point. But your insights are really great. And, and it's it's so great to have an expert inside uh, the travel industry to give us some 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 great stories and things and to caution and keep it, you know, keep us yeah. focused on where we can do. Cause I, I am hearing a lot of people traveling. So I really appreciate you coming on the podcast again. Thank you so much.